Hi, welcome to Troweling Down, Biblical Archaeology for the 21st Century. I'm your host, Gary Byers, and I have with me our personal rock star, Dr. Stephen Collins, director of the Tal El Hammam Excavation in Jordan. So, Steve? Now, I'm going to interrupt you. Yes, sir. They call me a rock star because I dig rocks, and I also get paid in rocks. You know, but I mean, it's kind of, you know, like... Pay. That's not why I'm a rock star. Well, that's I, why you're a rock star. I get paid in rock. Yes, you don't actually play a lot of music yeah. these days, but you used to. So we are at Tal El Hammam in Jordan, and we are on the Upper Tall, in fact, the Acropolis of the Upper Tall. Tall is the Arabic word for the Hebrew word for tell, same word. And we've got a lower city below us, and we've been excavating here for 15 years. And it's been my joy to be with you for this whole 15. It's been a, a wonderful experience. But we don't look any older. It's we, amazing. We do not look any older. So I'd like you to talk to us about what you found for 15 years. We have already talked about in the past uh, how you found this site, and it was by reading the Bible. And, and that was your passion was to, if the Bible is true uh, about Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, then the world ought to know about it because the Bible is an important book for eternal purposes, but certainly uh, it has great history. So you got us, you got us engaged in this site. You got us a uh, uh, permit to excavate. And here we are 15 years later. And we're actually down in this pretty deep hole uh, here in the Upper Tall. So would you, would you just overview for us the last 15 years, what we know today about Tal al -Hamam? Well, as I had mentioned in one of our previous uh, talks, um, everybody thought, all the archaeologists thought it was basically Iron Age, that all the valley stuff was Iron Age. And Iron Age is when? Uh, from about uh, one, about 1200 B.C. down to the Persian period, down, down to the Nebuchadnezzar destruction of Jerusalem. And so that would be, in, in the Bible, that would be <clears throat> the beginning of the book of Judges? In, in 1200, it would be in the book of yeah, Judges? Yeah, middle of the book of Judges, down to the, through the rest of the Bible. Through the rest of the Bible. Okay, Old Testament. Okay. And, uh, but, but we knew based on the geography that this should be the location of Sodom. And it, so it should have a Middle Bronze Age. Middle Bronze Age is the time of Abraham. So it should have a Middle Bronze Age uh, occupation here. So we began to excavate down. And very early in the excavation, you remember, Gary, on the far end, about 300 meters or so in that direction, we, went, uh, we excavated the Iron Age city wall. And then underneath the Iron Age city wall, we had what? Remember? The Middle Bronze Age rampart. The Middle Bronze of, of Age rampart bricks. made of mud brick. Now, we were a little bit shocked at that because mud brick, uh, ramparts were always made all, all over the Near East, were made of just packed earth. These were made of mud brick. I mean, how many mud bricks does it take to build massive ramparts? Tens of millions of them. Yeah. And so we found the rampart sloping 36 uh, degrees on the outside, which would make it very difficult. They built those things to keep. The siege ma machinery and uh, the soldiers away, yeah. you know, make it very difficult to attack the city. So we found that, and all of a sudden we knew that the site had Middle Bronze Age for sure, because it was unmistakable. And so as we began to spread that excavation out from there over the top of the upper tail, and then eventually a few years later down to the lower city, then all around the lower city, everywhere we excavated, as soon as we got underneath the Iron Age, we jumped back 700 years to the Middle Bronze Age. And now we're sitting right here in the Middle Bronze Age Palace Complex. Yeah. And you can see how deep we are. We've come through the Iron Age, and we're down here 
in the Middle Bronze Age. In fact, uh, so this is when we, where we've been excavating the last couple of years, and we're actually sitting in the threshold of the doorway uh, from, from this part of the palace. The service area. Service area, and people would come from either way here and then come through, and then the king, his part, would be over here. This way. So we, uh, we, we found the Middle Bronze Age, which was, which was the whole idea for coming here originally when you were looking for what right. in fact is, is Sodom. Um, what does that mean to us, the, the, the Middle Bronze Age, Sodom, what, what should that mean? Well, the, the meaning of it for me biblically is, is that most scholars had, number one, they had doubted that Sodom and Gomorrah ever existed at all. They were completely mythical, fictitious sites. Um, but we didn't believe that. <laughs> All the other cities and towns and villages in the Bible were real. Why, why is that one not real? Yeah. In Genesis 10, it's mentioned along with Babylon and Nineveh and, and uh, Kala and uh, Uruk and uh, Akkad. The big cities of Mesopotamia. Uh, Mesopotamia. So if those are real, why is Sodom and Gomorrah and Adma and Zeboim, the cities of the plain, not real? I, that, that didn't make sense to me. And the fact of the matter is, they are real. We, we're sitting in Sodom. Gomorrah is a kilometer or so up the road. Admin Zeboim are six kilometers up the road from here. And so all the cities are, are here. They were all destroyed at exactly the same time by a violent, violent cosmic event. It was so violent, in fact, that it sheared. You see the tops of the mud brick walls here, how high they are? All about the same all level about, from you here. See the top of the, the mud back. brick. Yep. The city was literally sheared off. Like somebody took a samurai sword and wah, whoo, just cut it off right at the top. And the, the devastation un, from, from that level, the devastation down to the floor level is amazing. Uh, can we flip around just real gently and look at this balk? Now what's a balk? A balk is a cut. We make a section when we excavate. Here's the floor. Here's the floor level. So that's what's a, on top of it? Ash. Ash more ash, plaster from the second stories, a mud brick falling, stones falling from the structures, more ash, ash, because this is a multi-story structure. All the way up to here, that right there is a full meter or more of the Middle Bronze Age destruction. And so we have a completely uh, destructive, violent event. And there it is, graphically, uh, in the section. And so the floor down there, it's a, a, a dirt floor, a beaten earth floor. And in fact, Danny, our photographer, is standing on that beaten earth floor right now. And uh, this, this stone threshold was, was part of that complex. And so, um, so this is where they were living. This is the walls that they had. And that's the destruction of the city. We understand it to be the city of Sodom. So we have that up here, and, and we've just started the last couple of years to excavate the palace, and we're going to do more that way. In fact, why don't you just say something about your square? So I dug right over here uh, at the corner, but you were digging over behind yeah. where Danny is. And we'd love to take, we love to take our, uh, our, our viewers and, and listeners down in there, but Dr. Cobes, our assistant dig director, and and others, you know, were getting really nervous that we were that we were down that deep, and uh, so we'll probably never go back down in there again. But we actually found the opposing wall of this big two-meter wall back here, 2.2-meter 2 .2 wall, which is the northwest 
palace wall, the perimeter wall, we found that other perimeter matching perimeter wall on that end. And that was very exciting because now we know what the dimensions are of the palace. It's about, it's about 27 meters by about 48 meters. And, and we were just estimating, we think that's probably about the, close to the size of the White House in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I'm thinking, we have to check that out, but it's big. It's big. The footprint is really, really large, and it is probably a four to five story building. And, and the, the, we're right close to the edge, and up there on the edge is probably where the king lived, that his, his royal residence, yes. sitting four or five stories up above all that. And he could survey his kingdom, the kingdom of the city, we would call in archaeology, the city-state of Sodom. What would that be like? Well, of course, you'd have the core urban area, the, the fortified urban core, we call it, and that would be the city of Sodom itself. Then going out from that, you would have other cities, guardian cities, and we have several guardian tells around us, Gomorrah uh, being one just to the north of us here, and they would be uh, part of the city-state collectively, and of course, dozens of villages, hamlets, and then up to the north, we have another possible city-state, um, Adma Zeboim, in another discrete location, very similar to this one, and but under the under the hegemony, under the control of, of Sodom. And so the king of this city, as you said, would be able to sit in his palace several stories up from where we are. He could see everybody in the entire town. Nobody in living in Sodom, on the lower city especially, would be out of his view. And he can see the he can see to the Dead Sea. He can see to the Jordan River and beyond. He can see everything in the territory that he controls. And the interesting thing that a lot of people have missed in the Book of Genesis is, in the story uh, in the Sodom narratives, this is called the land of the Kikar. In Genesis 19, when it talks about God destroyed all of the land of the Kikar, not just the cities, but right down to the to the green leaves, right down to the, the crops and the soil. Um, but it calls it the land of the Kikar. Ha'aretz ha'kikar. And and that's, that's Hebrew. That's Hebrew. And it's in the Bible. Yeah, the land of the Kikar. Now, that word ha'aretz or aretz, eretz, is the word for uh, a land, but identifying usually an ethno, uh, an ethno-linguistic group. So mm -hmm. you would have the land of the Philistines. You'd have the land of Israel. You'd have the land of the Moabites. You'd have the land of the Midianites, and so on. The land of. So if it refers to the land of the Kikar, what is that telling us? It's a civilization center that has its own unique social mm. identity as a political entity. And that's actually embedded in the book of Genesis. And that entity would be the kingdom, the city-state of, of Sodom. Sodom. So we, uh, we, have, we have this palace area, which is just so cool to us. We, we had just, just down the way here, 100 meters, we had a, a, a Middle Bronze Age house. And in the floor of that house, you found? A, uh, an infant burial in a jar, a jar burial. And this was typical. It's, uh, it's probably a sacrificial victim where you take a small child, you sacrifice it, put it in a jar, with a couple of offerings. In this case, it was a nice little piriform juglet. Um, there was a, uh, a piece of uh, almost a little grinding stone, a piece of a taboon, a piece of an oven, uh, a few things, uh, memorial things, and you buried in the floor of your house. So that was probably the house that the child grew up in. in. Yes. And how old roughly would, would this be? 
Uh, it was an infant. It's probably less, you know, just a few months old. And now when you bury them in a jar, typically the bottom of the jar has been cut off or it made special and you would slide the body in, in the bottom end of yeah. the jar, is that right? Yeah, this one actually probably went in. The, the, the Middle Bronze Age jars have a bigger opening. Big, big opening in the top. And, uh, and so slide them it was in. slid in. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of gruesome. And, and, you know, because the Bible talks about when Joshua came into the land, you know, uh, the divine uh, order to cleanse the land of the, of the occupants of yeah. the land. And we're sort of horrified, people are horrified by that. Uh, but we have to understand the level of degeneracy of even the religion of the people of, the, of this region during that time where they're sacrificing, and, and there's many worse things than this, uh, where they're actually sacrificing their own children yeah. to their gods. All right, well, this is the upper city. And then the lower city, we excavated down there for five years or so. And down there, we had some amazing Middle Bronze Age discoveries, one in particular. Well, the most important one, I think, from, from that perspective is because the Bible says Lot sat in the gateway of Sodom, I, finding that particular gateway was always real high on my, on my wish list. Yes. And so we finally, uh, after excavating many years down there, we finally found the gateway. Uh, it was really after Dr. Rittmeyer came and said, well, dig here, move down now, move down the wall, move here, move here, and we finally found it. So we found the gate, and it's very interesting that it's a pillared gateway. It's a columned hallway reminiscent of the Minoan palaces of the palatial period in Crete. And um, not only that, but um, this is the gate. This is the Middle Bronze Age gateway that's connected to the five, four to five meter thick city wall that surrounds the lower city. Um, it's the gate. And so we all had to, of course, there's a bench there, a stone bench in the gateway, and we all had to go sit in the gateway of Sodom, like Lot did. But uh, my point was is that you have a very, we discovered a very specific piece of architecture yeah. that's mentioned in the biblical text. Yeah. And so there it is. And so that was, that was a great discovery. Many other discoveries, of course, yeah. but that was particularly uh, sweet. Yeah. So the, the site, the, the full size of the site that was uh, the city of, of, of Sodom, King Bera, the full size of the site uh, would be how big? The fortified footprint is 60, 62 acres. 62 acres within a city wall, and this, the city wall was how big? Uh, the MB wall, the Middle Bronze Age wall, is about f four to five meters thick. The earlier wall that would go back to take us back to Genesis 10, yeah. that wall is five to six meters thick. So it's it's huge wall, and and uh, f uh, four meters thick. How tall would that be, probably? Uh, the architects say probably multiply that by three. So if it's four meters wide, it's twelve meters tall. This was a major city in Bible days in Abraham's day, and actually we found out that there was like seventeen hundred years of continuous occupation at this site, which ended in Abraham's day. Yeah. And if you make a comparison of the sizes, you get the sense of the importance. Jerusalem, remember Melchizedek's Jerusalem at the time of the Middle Bronze Age, same as the time of Abraham, is about 10 to 12 acres. Wow. And we've got 62, 62 acres inside the city wall and we have occupation going, spreading beyond that, probably up to 150, 200 acres. 
And so some of that's maybe farmland, but a lot of villages and towns immediately connected to the Tell. So you can see how much bigger Sodom was. In fact, Sodom is, for many hundreds of years, is the largest Bronze Age city in the entire southern Levant, that is Israel or Jordan. And we get to dig it. What a great privilege it is for us to be here and do this. We got more to tell about it. Next week, we'll talk some more. Thank you for this wonderful input. Thanks for the privilege of getting to be at this wonderful site. And thanks for 15 years of digging with you. It's been great. It's been my pleasure, Gary. See you again soon.